Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida, the Marlins and the Rays opened up a very brief two-game series at the Trop. And we were in for quite the matchup on the mound, featuring two of the best starting pitchers early on this season in the American and National Leagues. Pablo Lopez went toe-to-toe against Shane McClanahan. And unfortunately, when it was all said and done, the Marlins could not muster a whole lot of offense in game one last night. Well, not a good start to the road trip for the Marlins. They get blanked for the third time this season, and they fall to the Rays 4 to nothing here at Tropicana Field tonight. This was a uh, a ball game that featured two of the better starting pitchers in all of Major League Baseball. Pablo Lopez checked in with four wins and a loss and a National League leading 157 earned run average. As for the Rays, Shane McClanahan was on the mound, and he was coming off two sensational starts. And uh, for McClanahan, in his last two starts, how about this? Uh, 14 innings and earned run in 18 Ks. That's what he had done in his prior two starts, and he only uh, bested that this evening. And when it was all said and done, the Rays take care of business, and they beat the Marlins 4 to nothing tonight. McClanahan versus Lopez. Uh, Miami went quietly in the top of the first inning. McClanahan put on display an electric fastball. And uh, he showed the Marlins early and often what he could do tonight. Bottom of the first inning, uh, this probably sounds a little bit crazy, but this ball game, come to find out, at least in the run column, was over after one pitch in the bottom of the first when Kevin Kiermeyer stepped to the plate for the race. Here in the bottom of the first inning, Kiermeyer digs in. The first pitch of the night is blasted into center field. On comes Jesus Sanchez, dives it, gets by him. It's going to roll all the way to the wall. Here goes Kiermeyer. Hits the bag at second. Headed towards third. Linares is going to wave him around third. Throw to the plate is catch. No, he dropped it. It's an inside the park home run for Kevin Kiermeyer and the Tampa Bay Rays on one swing of the bat here tonight have a one nothing lead. And for the fourth time in his career, Kevin Kiermeyer rounded the bases on one swing of the bat. It was the inside of the park variety. And inside the park home run for Kevin Kiermeyer. the Tampa Bay Rays had an early 1-0 lead, and it would quickly become 2-0 when Harold Ramirez, the former Marlin, came to bat to lead off the second. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Harold Ramirez. He swings and hits it hard, pummeled right field into the corner, goes Garcia, and it's out of here. Harold Ramirez, his first home run of the season. It's 2-0 Tampa Bay. Well, that was uh, actually Kiermeyer's all the Rays needed tonight. Uh, Ramirez tacked on another in the second. They'd get a few more later in the ballgame. Uh, but the Miami offense could not do a whole lot of anything. Uh, McClanahan worked around a, let's see here, a one-out single and a walk in the second inning. Miami left a pair on in the second inning tonight. It was the only inning in tonight's ballgame they left more than one guy on base. Uh, they rolled into a 6-4-3 double play ball to end the third. Miami went quietly in the fourth. Uh, McClanahan struck out the side in the fourth. He struck out nine tonight. He walked the leadoff man in the fifth. 
that went for nothing after a strikeout, a line out, and a strikeout. Uh, Pablo Lopez was doing his part, too. He would settle in for a little bit after the Ramirez home run in the second inning. He would strike out Phillips in Paredes. He would work around a pair of two-out singles in the second inning. He worked a perfect third, worked around a leadoff double in the fourth. Lopez back out in the fifth inning. A perfect fifth inning, and after five innings tonight, this was a 2-0 ball game. Top of the sixth inning for Miami. This got a little weird. It got crazy, and unfortunately, it was a bit of a disaster for the Marlins. Miami had back-to-back singles in the top of the sixth inning. Jorge Soler came to bat. He bounced into a 5-4-3 double play. So stationed at third base was Garrett Cooper with two outs and Avi Garcia at the plate. The first pitch of the at-bat to Avi Garcia went to the backstop. Cooper thought about trying to score. He put on the brakes, started back towards third. He saw McClanahan chase after the baseball, after the ricochet went back towards the mound. McClanahan, seriously, he slipped and fell. When Cooper saw McClanahan slip and fall, he thought he was in the clear to score from third. Little did he know when he broke towards the plate that Isak Paredes was basically right behind him, fielded the ball as if it was a ground ball, out, uh, I would say, halfway between the pitcher's mound and third base, threw it home, and Cooper was out, dead to rights, 5-2. to two. So three men came to bat for the Marlins in the top of the sixth inning. Two of them singled. Nobody scored. And McClanahan retired the minimum in the sixth inning. I mean, that's just not one you see every day. Uh, so it was 2 nothing after 5.5 tonight. Leading off the bottom of the sixth inning was Randy Arosarena. He doubled. And the next man up was G-Man Choi. Pitch to Choi. is swung on and hammered deep to right field. Oh, no. Look at that one go. It's a two-run home run for G-Man Choi. The Rays have doubled their lead. It's 4 nothing here in the sixth. And that would be plenty for the Rays tonight. It was plenty after one. It was plenty after two. And that was uh, more than enough after six innings of play here tonight. Uh, Miami got a two-out single in the seventh inning. McClanahan was done after six. Uh, and he was just really, really darn good. Uh, let's see here. McClanahan, six innings, four hits, no runs, two walks, and nine strikeouts. Total up now what Shane McClanahan has done in his last three starts. Uh, that would be 20 innings, one earned run, and 27 strikeouts. That was a heck of an evening for Shane McClanahan uh, on top of what uh, has now been three consecutive uh, incredible starts for the young left-hander. He gave way to Dustin Knight, and Knight came out in the seventh, worked around a two-out single. He walked the leadoff man, Eric Gonzalez, in the eighth, but then he got Joe Dunan to pop out to third. Garrett Cooper flew out to center. Jesus Aguilar bounced out to short, and the eighth inning was over. We did not see Jazz Chisholm or Miguel Rojas in this game tonight. Jazz's left hamstring has been a bit cranky. Rojas has had a uh, left calf that's been bugging him for a couple of weeks uh, since we were in Arizona. So Miami without Rojas and Chisholm tonight. Uh, Peyton Henry and Brian De La Cruz also on the bench this evening. Uh, the Miami offense just could not do a whole lot. We would go to the, uh, let's see here. Well, backtrack for a second. Lopez worked seven innings for Miami. He gave way to Anthony Bass, who worked around a hit in a scoreless eighth inning with a strikeout. And we would go to the ninth inning in a 4 nothing ball game tonight. 
Uh, Ryan Thompson came on for the Tampa Bay Rays. He struck out Jorge Soler. He got Avi Garcia to bounce out to third and then to end the ball game. Brian Anderson grounded out to shortstop, and that snapped Brian Anderson's 25-game on base streak. That was a career high for the Miami third baseman, and that gets snapped here tonight as the Tampa Bay Rays roll to a 4-0 win over the Marlins. So for Miami, they fall to 18-23, and and they currently sit nine and a half games back at the New York Mets, depending their outcome out in the Bay at Oracle Park against the Giants tonight. As for the Tampa Bay Rays, they are 24-17 and coming into the night. You can now make it 25 wins on the season for Tampa Bay. They are currently four games back, and uh, we'll have an update for you as to what's happening in the Bronx tonight between the Orioles and the Yankees coming up in just a little bit. Uh, totals from this ball game tonight. Miami, no runs, five hits, no errors, five men left on base for the Rays. Four runs, ten hits, no errors. They leave six on base. McClanahan improves the four and two on the season. He beats Pablo Lopez, who falls to four and two. We started at six forty. We finished at nine oh six. Total game time, the quickest of the season for Miami. Two two hours and twenty six minutes in front of nine thousand and six strong here at Tropicana Field. Uh, the Miami pitching staff this evening struck out nine batters. That means that $225 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink initiative. So the Rays beat the Marlins four runs on ten hits last night for Tampa Bay. No runs, five hits for Miami. Before we hear from Marlins manager Don Mattingly, we'll take a quick commercial break. Back with you on Marlins Rewind. Let's hear from Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins 4 nothing loss to the Tampa Bay Rays last night. Don, what made you plan around that so tough tonight? Well, he's got good stuff. We just didn't really get anything going. Anytime we got anything going, it didn't seem like we were able to you know, capitalize. So didn't get a lot going, but chances we had, weren't able to kind of tack one on or get one, get one across. On the flip side, uh, how would you assess Pablo's outing tonight? Really good. I thought Pablo had great stuff tonight. Um, you know, obviously, he gives up the the first inning uh, first inning ball, and then you know Harold catches him back in the corner. Probably the biggest mistake made just that changeup didn't go anywhere on Joy, but I thought his stuff was really good tonight. On that uh, first inning inside the park home run by Kiermaier, a tough play for Sanchez. There, would you say? In that situation with his speed and how hard it would hit, that you want him to kind of sit back on that more, or just a tough situation there. It's kind of a tweener. It looked like he got there, and looked like he just kind of missed it. Um, but we talk about this turf. You, if you either you come get it or you play it back because it's bouncy. So uh, uh, I thought Sanchi had a pretty good beat on it. it. Looked like he got there and just kind of kind of missed it. I mean, he's been struggling at the plate. We'd have to ask him, you know, maybe trying to overcompensate a bit just on defense or trying to make something happen. Again, I mean, you can play it two ways. You can just give give the guy the knock and keep him at a single to start the game. Uh, but it's a ball that, you know, I think in today's game, guys want to they want to catch it, right? And uh, again, I thought he got there, right? It just, you know, I bet if he he gets to that ball a hundred times, he's going to catch it ninety something percent of the time so um you know just a tough one right there he runs good but I, I thought he got there it seemed like he, you know it seemed like he got there even on the I hadn't seen it in slow-mo or anything else but on the replay it looked like he got there and just just missed it uh, Cooper sixth inning on third the wild pitch he starts to go then goes back and starts going again just is that one where you hope that make a decision go with it or what was your assessment of 
how that played out. It was a weird one, right? Because it hits a wall and it comes back. So I'm sure he's shutting it down. And it looks like, you know, again, it's happening fast, but it looks like it gets by the pitcher. At that point, it looks like he thinks he can score. So, um, yeah, just a, it was a weird one for me. But it's, you know, I, you know. You mentioned earlier, you know, just not just some opportunity. You got to hit this and there, but I guess, what do you see? Maybe like guys just not maybe doing less, you know, like get the guy over, and then maybe give yourself a better chance scoring position, or just what you know in terms of maybe getting rallies to sustain them rather than. I mean, I. I guys are trying. I'm not. I'm not worried about that. This guy's got good stuff. You just. You just don't get the hit you need. Uh, that's basically what it is. I mean, we're not sitting here. You know, we didn't give ourselves a ton of chances, but in general, the guy was he was just better than us tonight. Down nine innings from Sandy on Sunday, eight seven from Pablo today with a day off in between. How huge is that going into tomorrow with Gordon around? No, we're in good shape. Yeah, we're in good shape. Bass needed a pitch. Uh, in pitching like almost like it was some seventh day or something. Um, you know, wouldn't use him in that situation kind of normally, but. He needed the pitch, so yeah. I mean, the last two days from our starters have been, you know, really good starts. Our bullpen's in good order. Just any update on Jazz? I know you said you guys, I guess, were kind of look over, you know, just the medical stuff. No, it's. A, I mean, it's a hamstring, so it's like it's not like it just goes away. So that's not a bruise that's going to heal and feel better. It's a little bit of a hamstring. We'll see where he's at tomorrow. Uh, obviously, the day off the next day, you'd be cautious and. You know, we're, we're close to getting our guys back. So, um, yeah, we'll see what medical says tomorrow. That was Don Mattingly. After the Marlins fell 4 nothing to the Rays, could not get a whole lot going offensively, left just five men on base all night long with five hits to boot. Miami falls to 18-23 and this season. The Marlins and the Rays wrap up this very abbreviated two-game series tonight at the Trop at 640. Cody Poteet will start for the Marlins. Trevor Rogers gets pushed back to Friday's game in Atlanta. So it's going to be Cody Poteet versus Drew Rasmussen. The right-hander will be on the air at 610 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.